to plant this church. And at one point in the conversation, Paul excused himself, went off to a back room, and came back with a $5,000 check, which he held out to me. And he said, Mike, now you can stop talking about it and go do it. This, that was the moment of decision for us. Because I knew if I take his check, I got to stop talking and start acting. I'll be accountable to him to act on this dream. And so I, I hesitated. I didn't take it right at the bat. I looked at Sabrina. She hesitated. And after a moment, she nodded. And so I, with trepidation, I took the money. And then the Lord uh, used that to get things going. Has God given you a dream, a kingdom dream that you've been talking about and thinking about and you're excited about, but maybe this year is the year you need to act on it? Because nothing happens until we do. And maybe you're, I, I, here's what, one of the things that held me up is I was afraid because I had no guarantee. I had no, I was afraid that it wouldn't materialize the way I hoped. And finally, I concluded, look, even if it doesn't uh, become what I hope it will become, even if we have to shut it down after a few years, you know what? The faith journey will be good for my soul and God's going to be pleased, right? So let's just do it and see what God does. And it is awesome to be five years down the road and aha, Clearwater Church exists. Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm so excited. But you have a kingdom dream. Maybe this is the year you need to act. And maybe we will be your Paul Anderson. Maybe you need to come to us with your dream, share it, so that we could say, act on it. Now, I think about uh, Bill, uh, Greg Balco. I didn't know him very well. He said, Mike, I want to take you to lunch. Shared with me the vision he had for Clearwater Church going to Norvik, Alaska, doing a vacation Bible school for the village kids. And so we gave a little money. We... Uh, we um, Announced it to the church, volunteers stepped forward, and now we've done four of them, and the mission has expanded to include a teen camp. That's how it works. God gives you a vision, act on it this year. So we want to equip you to make a splash for the kingdom. We have a vision for your life, believe it or not. And there are four components to, the, to our vision for you. Number one, we want you to be cultivating your personal relationship with God. It's a relationship. God is a person. And relationships get atrophy or they can grow depending on what we put into them, right? And many ways that we can pursue our relationship with God, but do not neglect engaging with the Bible and praying. I read my Bible, pray every day, and I'll grow, grow, grow. Right? It's cliche because it works. Do it. Coming to church is awesome. It's a shot in the arm spiritually. It's very important, but it's not a substitute to uh, every other day of the week, personally pursuing your relationship with God. Number two, we want you to be sharing your faith in Jesus. Share your faith in Jesus. You know people who need the gospel. And so uh, you, sometimes it's you who give them the contents of the gospel, and that's often, uh, awesome. But oftentimes it's you saying, come and see. Come with me and see. See God's people worshiping together. Come, see, uh, hear the word of God proclaimed. And that is a, a very strategic and powerful way to uh, share your faith. On your uh, seats, you got these cool little um, marketing cards for our Thursday night service, which starts this Thursday. And would you please commit to 
getting two of these out to people you know. Even if you're not going to attend the Thursday night service, uh, you know people who will be blessed by it. Thirdly, we want you to be in Christian community. Every Christian needs to know and be known by other Christians. When the troubles of life come, and they will, when, you, when you, your life gets on fire, you don't want to be looking around for Christian community. You want to be in Christian community, surrounded by uh, people who love you and, and in the love of Christ can put out the flames, right? And so the primary way that we um, seek to facilitate Christian community here is journey groups, thus the massive sign there. And most of our journey groups will start the first week of October, but some of them are starting even now. And so in your bulletin, you, uh, you, there was an insert of the uh, group starting even now. But I want to encourage you to be uh, carving out time in your schedule to be a part of a journey group. So please prioritize Christian community. And it often, you know, I've noticed group dynamics, the beginning is a little awkward, takes time before you gel and love each other. I'm excited to get to tell you about the fourth way we have a vision for you, and that is to invest your gifts in God's mission. When Jesus approached Peter and asked him three times, do you love me? <clears throat> He followed up each one of Peter's, I do love you, Lord, with, feed my sheep. And then Jesus told Peter the kind of death he would die to glorify God and said, follow me. After that, Peter turned and looked back and noticed the disciple John following them. And he said to Jesus, what about him? And Jesus said, what is that to you? You must follow me. And then a little bit later, Jesus said again, What is that to you? We tend to compare ourselves to one another, and even Peter was doing that right there in that moment when Jesus had a unique calling on his life. It doesn't do us any good to do that because it doesn't matter in God's kingdom. God has a unique relationship with each one of you. He has a unique calling on each of your lives that is different from every other person in this room. Just the way that he had a unique calling for Peter, he had a unique calling for John. And so my question for you this morning is, what is your unique calling? What is Jesus calling you to this morning? How does he want you to follow him in this ministry year. We have created a gifts inventory sheet to help you think about that. So on the seats, we have um, a list here of ways you can give an offering to the Lord through your spiritual, through gifts, spiritual gifts, skills, and talents. Um, I just noticed that the funny comment, um, I accidentally got printed, Sorry about that, Josh, but maybe I'm not really too sorry, because um, it's kind of fun. But anyway, we want you to, we're going to come back to that in just a minute. Um, so as you embrace your unique calling, it's critical that we rely on the strength of the Lord. Jesus tells us, as Bill said earlier, apart from him, we can't do anything of significance. And God is the one who has the strength. 
God provides his strength for us through his Holy Spirit to do what he is asking us to do, to fulfill his mission. Listen to Isaiah 40. It says, Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not grow tired and weary. His understanding no one can fathom. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary, and they will walk and not be faint. Amen. So next year's ministry plan is much like last year's because it worked with one giant new initiative, and that is the Thursday night service. Let me take a moment and remind us why we're doing Thursday night service. A third of the workforce works on the weekend. 70% of all workers in America work at least one weekend a month. 60% of kids ages 5 to 18 are involved in competitive sports, and they often practice or have games on Sunday. And then here in Anchorage, who knows how many people get out each weekend to enjoy the uh, Alaskan playground. So here's the reality. Sunday church doesn't work for everyone all the time. And that's why we're doing Thursday night service. Thursday night service is going to make church more accessible to more people more often. And that is something worth sacrificing for. That's something worth taking a risk for. That's worth uh, working hard for. Uh, Church attendance, the frequency is going down nationally. People used to attend mostly once a week. And now it's something like every third week. We believe that Thursday night service is going to allow people to be in church more often. And that's a good thing. Every time you go to church, it's like a, uh, a spiritual boost to you. Uh, and, and it's a good thing. We know that. And so we want to help people be in church more often. Now, Thursday night uh, church, it's, we don't have it all figured out. We don't have all the volunteer slots filled. We don't have all the people guaranteed to come. This is, but you know what? That's where we were five years ago when we started Sunday services. And the Lord provided week after week after week. And so I, I am filled with hope. And I believe that this is a good thing that we're trying to accomplish. And the Lord is going to help us. But, and we're stronger now than ever. I mean, now we've got a committed core to help pull off the Thursday night service. Because it is a big initiative, just as when we started five years ago, just to get started, it feels like we're in the same, a similar place. And because it seems so overwhelming, it reminds us that it's only going to happen when we step into the unique calling God has on each of us and when we rely on God's strength. It's when we wait on the Lord, hope in the Lord, trust in the Lord, that we renew our strength. And so I want to remind us that, um, that we're in the front of a new ministry year. Um, and maybe you need to be renewed. Maybe you need a reset button. I was thinking of that for myself as I need a reset button for this new ministry year and a fresh start to what does God really want me to do this year? Where does he want me in, to invest? And I'm asking you to do that. And if you would, at this time, um, hold up your inventory sheet 
On the back of it, it shows you all of the ministry opportunities there are for Sunday and Thursdays. And would you take this moment, we're just going to have a minute for you to be prayerfully looking at the different ways God has equipped you. What could you offer to the Lord? What is it that, that would... Um, and it, So just take that minute right now, and then we'll close in prayer in a second. Lord, there is nothing more soul-satisfying than working with you in ministry, putting our hands to the work that is eternally significant. And Lord, this is a partnership. You are the head of your church, and we are your servants, all of us. But your spirit gifts your people all of your people for ministry. And when we all come to the table and offer what we have, the church is strong and the mission goes forward. And Lord, Thursday night has put us back into uh, a place of great dependence upon you. We're always dependent upon you, Lord, but right now I'm feeling it in a way I haven't since the beginning, five years ago. And I like that because it's fun to see you come through, through your people. And so, Lord, right now, by your Holy Spirit, would you please inspire your people here at Clearwater Church. Help them to see, help all of us to see how we can further your mission through the ministry of Clearwater Church. And, Lord, in particular for Thursday night service, I pray, uh, bring out the workers. The harvest is plentiful. And we pray to the Lord of the harvest, bring forth the workers. May this be uh, our best ministry year yet. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.